real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Welcome in once again, Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a football Friday as we get it going, taking you up until six o'clock this evening with our local programming here for another hour, myself and Jim four until six o'clock. We will also bring you the drive with me and Wolfgang high school football on the airwaves tonight. We have a ton going on no, about, no doubt about it, on a busy, busy Friday afternoon. High school football tonight, Urbandale at Waukee. That's our Central Iowa game of the week as the playoffs get started this evening. Ankeny hosting Southeast Polk. You have Johnston hosting Cedar Rapids Prairie. Valley at home for Ankeny. Dowling for Dodge. That game will be played over at Des Moines East on the local front. Indianola also making their way up to Cedar Falls. And uh, the winner of Waukee, Urbandale, will get the winner of CF Indianola in the quarterfinal round. Uh, should be a great, Good great stuff. night of football. We got you yeah. covered tonight until 10.30, Jimmy B. So, of course, after my game is over, that won't be it. I'll still have a lot more to talk about. I, I know that you will, but when you are done talking, will you then make a stop at the refreshment stand on the way home? No, Jimmy B. Jeez, I, I'm working 15 hours today. And you want me to go to the bar on top of it? You think I'm some kind of machine? Plus, I'm on dad duty tomorrow. It's going to be me and oh, Ella. No. Mom's working, uh-huh. so I'm going to be hanging out with E all day long. i got to get my beauty rest. i, I got to oh, deal with the man. toddler all day tomorrow. <laughs> if anybody needs beauty rest, it's certainly you. Well, I'm so a handsome man. Be, I don't know what you're talking about, Brinson. That'll be that'll be fun. You and you and E all day. Oh boy, Daddy Day. Excellent, excellent. I like it. We'll do our best. We will do our best. Well, Jimmy B, as we get ready for the weekend last night, Houston, Miami. Okay, fine. How about West Virginia, though? I, I did not anticipate that kind of dominating performance. Just throttling Baylor. You know, they were uh, (laughs) lying in wait. Uh, Look, Baylor, I was surprised that Baylor had had won of several games uh, going into that matchup, but West Virginia just played at another level. It just kind of gives you even a better indication how effective Iowa State was when they beat West Virginia uh, a few weeks back. So from that aspect... I was surprised that Will Greer lit it up like that. Uh, the dude can play. Mm-hmm. Look, you and I both like him as a quarterback. Sure. I mean, he's got he's got next level written all over him. You agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's a guy that's going to have a chance at the next level. The performance that he had, 100 yards passing, it just it shows you how good that Iowa State defense is. And yes. a very talented offense also making their way up to Ames. Bowman has been excellent when he's been out there for the Red Raiders. And he is also, like Brock Purdy, a true freshman. We'll see how he deals with this talented defense. I mean, you go through and you look at who Texas Tech has seen so far this year. When you look at the Red Raiders' schedule, Ole Miss in Week 1, Ole Miss is terrible defensively. Lamar, Houston, Ed Oliver's really good, but it's not an elite-level Houston defense. Oklahoma State, West Virginia, even TCU in that Thursday night game a couple weeks ago, that's a banged-up TCU team. And then Kansas last week. This is going to be the best defense I think that Bowman has seen all season long. I'm with you on that, and they're getting better. Uh, and that's that's the best part if you're a Cyclone fan. 
Uh, I don't even think that they have reached their ceiling yet uh, defensively. Uh, as long as they stay reasonably healthy, Trent, uh, that defense has a chance to really do some special things. And if they are successful tomorrow against Texas Tech, and then we're going to get that matchup against the Longhorns, that, that game is going to be really, really interesting. But they have to take care of business against a Texas Tech improved Red Raiders team. What, you're overlooking Kansas and Baylor now, Jimmy B.? Uh, well, after the uh, performance that I just saw, I think I, I think I just kind of let it slide by the wayside a little bit. I, I think Baylor will will give them, uh, you know, some some difficulties here and there, but not Kansas. No. Well, and not the Baylor team that we saw last night either. No, that you're was, right. You're that right. was a yeah. pitiful performance out of the Bears last evening. Well, Jim, uh, over to the NFL here in our opening moment, and uh, want to get your perspective on this. The Packers are, in fact, a, a team that I don't exactly love going into this weekend, not just because they're playing the Rams, but coming off the bye, you look at their schedule, what they have coming up for their next five on the road, including road trips to the Rams this weekend, the Patriots after that, a home game for Miami, then two more road games at Seattle and at Minnesota. Incredibly difficult stretch, but this is what I wanted to get your thoughts on. Aaron Rodgers says this week, he wants to play without the knee brace. Mm-hmm. That seems uh, – did that knee get that much better than the, than the bye week? I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling wrapping my mind around it. Uh, okay, I, I can tell you this, that if it was – because we really don't know for sure, but if it was just a major strain – and with the extra time down and in the last game, he did not re-injure it in any way. Maybe that, maybe it, it finally has come back to almost 100%. And maybe he feels that much more confident in it. Look, Trent, the guy's a gamer. I mean, he, he played on one leg in a couple of games and still found ways to win. We know how tough he is. I'm not sure the medical staff will let that happen. My guess is that he can say that, but my guess is some sort of protection will be on that knee. Look, I, 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 know, the, I know Aaron Rodgers as a football player, and when you look up football player, his picture is definitely there. And this is a guy who loves to compete, loves to win, hates to lose, and he's not going to let some injury uh, get in the way of his productivity. And his productivity on one leg pretty much has been really, really good. You're right about the Rams. Boy, that defense, they're going to be all over him. And I don't see how the how Green Bay has an answer for that Rams defense. When you got Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue just running at you full blast. I, I just don't see even the great Aaron Rodgers, I believe, is going to be running for his life. Going to be difficult, no doubt about it. Well, Jim, uh, while we have a moment, I, I, I have to get your perspective on this, too. We got coming up here this hour, we're going to talk some Hawkeyes. Dr. Stephen Fuller is going to be stopping in with another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm. And then later on this hour, we're talking college football with Jay Christensen. But I got to fire up the band because. Jimmy Butler's involved. I got to see your perspective on this. Here we go. Time now for Jimmy B's crappy NBA minute. Jim Brinson was unsailed in Chicago, Chicago Stadium. Ricky Mahorn hustling underneath, can't get it to fall. Jordan to the hoop, king of the air, score! 
By the way, ESPN just tweeted out uh, Michael Jordan's first ever NBA game. If you're on Twitter, check it out. Uh, your boy is calling that game, of course. Look at here's the deal with Jimmy Butler. Houston Rockets offering up four, one, two, three, four first round picks in different years trying to acquire Jimmy Butler. I don't know, Trent, if Tom Thibodeau and the Minnesota T-Wolves will bite on that or not, but something has got to take place here because this has been difficult times for Minnesota. Now they boo Butler, and then at the end of the game when he wins it with a shot, then they cheer him. Fickle fans, fickle fans. This has got legs to it. I really believe that. And time for the Big Ten weather report, Jimmy B., Checking in there with his NBA talk. All right, Jim. Iowa going out to Penn State. I was there in 2009 yep. when Iowa mm-hmm. came in, big underdogs. Uh, they upset the Nittany Lions the year previous, but they had revenge. Revenge was on their mind. I heard it all week long. That was the only conversation. Iowa the year previous had knocked them out of the national title picture with that comeback win in Kinnick Stadium. This time it'll be different. We're not hearing much revenge talk. Iowa lost on the final play of the game a year ago against Penn State. That hasn't been the conversation, but there has been plenty of talk about the weather. Jim, it's going to be rainy, it's going to be wet, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be windy. And as we talked a week ago in preparation for the game in Kinnick against Maryland, wind is always a much bigger factor in football than rain, than snow, than anything else weather-wise you can deal with. It's wind. Five-mile-an-hour winds, Jimmy B. It'll be wet out there, but it's not going to be windy. Advantage whom when you hear those weather conditions? Well, now that the wind has been predicted, as you mentioned, to not really be a factor, that means McSorley will still be able to throw the ball reasonably effectively. And And it always goes to the offense. When you're playing in wet conditions, the advantage always goes to whichever offense is on the field. Why? Because they know where they're going, and the defense doesn't, and they have to operate just reaction. To be honest with you, Trent, I still favor the Hawks in this game. I think their defense will be able to contain McSorley. And I can't believe that Penn State is going to put up enough points to run away from Iowa in this game. Big hands, Nate Stanley. McSorley, not a big guy. Wet ball. Right. The wide receivers for Penn State, the pass catchers, I should say, have the most drops in the Big Ten with 21. I think even bigger advantage, Iowa. I think Iowa's the better football team. We'll officially make our picks later on this hour. I think you see the way that both of us are leaning. But coming up next, we're going to dive deeper into the Hawkeyes with our weekly conversation with Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry. It's the Hawkeye Swarm coming up next year. We'll dive into the road trip out to Penn State, talk about the matchup, what Iowa has to do, not to keep it close, to win this game. The Hawkeye Swarm is next on 1700 The Champ. The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. 
Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people credit approval process means we want to say yes to you even if you've been told no before so join the nicer newer car party and get the car you deserve elect to drive a nicer newer car and save up to four grand or just 10 bucks down but hurry just like campaign promises this deal won't last past the end of the month i'm joe clements and i'm your dealer for the people and i approve this message come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org slash walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. 
build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com slash IA-Urbandale. with you again as we take you up until 2 o'clock today. Jimmy B and TC on 1700 The Champ. Dr. Stephen Fuller joins us for our weekly conversation with the Hawkeye Swarm. Find him on Twitter at Hawkeye Swarm as he joins us here today. What's happening, Doc? Not a whole lot. How are you doing today? Can't complain. Uh, Hawkeyes are playing well. They go on a road trip again two consecutive weeks as they did a couple weeks back with Minnesota and Indiana this one, though, a little bit taller task on hand with Penn State and Purdue on the road the next two weeks. How true. I mean, you know, with the upset uh, that Purdue uh, did against Ohio State, and it wasn't just, you know, uh, squeaker. They they beat those boys down. Um, this one's going to be a true test. we gotta we got to get through Penn State, though, uh, before we can think about the Boilermakers. Yes, yeah, and uh, the way the schedule sets up, the importance of this game, not just maintaining their position in the Big Ten West, but even looking bigger picture than that, there's a whole lot out there. Doc, uh, coming into the season, I think we were both optimistic. We both believe that this had a chance to be a really good team. Is there something, though, a surprise to you, a bigger surprise, a guy maybe you'd anticipate to be as good, a position group that has exceeded your expectations? What's your biggest surprise to this point in the year? Well, I, I would term it as um, a group of people, not just one individual, because, you know, there hasn't been, you know, there's been stars in the games and things like that. But uh, I, I, you got to give it to the offensive line. I mean, I think in my mind that was the biggest question mark I had was how are they going to perform and are they going to protect Nate Stanley and give him the time he needs and also, you know, uh, open up the holes for the runs. I mean, and this far in the season, you know, I'll give them a B because there's a few hiccups here and there but it wouldn't be that hard to get to an A real quick. Get a win against the Nittany Lions, and uh, instead of be it Happy Valley, have it Unhappy Valley. I'm all for that, Doc, no doubt. And you mentioned that offensive line. A couple of local kids from uh, our neck of the woods doing a great job. Keegan Render, who moved back inside to center, played there a season ago after James Daniels got hurt, uh, has played the position, but he's played at an incredibly high level this year at that center position. But the guy that maybe I'm most surprised by, the senior leader. And anytime there is a good Iowa football team, it seems like they have these stories. The the seniors that have played a little bit, got some experience, and then they really take a big step forward in their senior year. And that's Ross Reynolds, the Waukee kid. He's played incredibly well. And really, you don't notice him out there. For an offensive lineman, that's a good thing because when he played before, you'd notice him and not always for positive things. How about the couple local kids, Indianola and Waukee representing with Render and Reynolds? Well, you know, what a complete package. You, you know, you, you throw in the whole, you know, 
offensive line with the tight ends and and what they can do i mean uh, it, it's just phenomenal it, you know that that's why i say as a group there hasn't been one individual standout it it's been the entire package all season long uh for the iowa offense doc it's penn state as we talked about this week this penn state squad hasn't played up to the level many people anticipated for them but it's still Penn State. They still have plenty of great athletes. You know, this team is recruited well throughout the years. When you look at the Nittany Lions, what concerns you most? Well, just having uh, the ball in Trace uh, McSorley's hands. I mean, my gosh. Uh, he's not a real good passer, but that's usually, you know, his what he wants to last resort, I would say. You know, uh, he's only hitting just over, just under 54% of his passes. You know, he's got 11 TDs, but uh, 54%, you know, I'm more worried about him, you know, uh, with the option of being able to um, also take off and run. I mean, he's the second leading uh, uh, rusher on the Nittany Lions uh, squad. Yeah, he he can get down there, and Miles Sanders also a really good running back. He's not Saquon Barkley. Not many people are, though. He is, uh, he's been really good, and that's going to be a difficult one, no doubt, going up against that running game. Penn State, uh, on the other side, you know, you look at this squad. They can get to the quarterback really well, and after we just talked about the offensive line, this is going to be a test. they got a bunch of guys that can get to the quarterback, maybe as good of a front as I was seeing all season long. This is going to be a difficult task, and keeping Nate Stanley upright and allowing him opportunities to make some plays up the field. Exactly, and this is going to be, you know, where our predictions of uh, what we thought the team could do uh, uh, record-wise, this is going to be one of the deciding factors come 2.30 uh, tomorrow afternoon. Doc, uh, I've been out to Penn State twice. We like to talk about our travels across the, the Big Ten throughout the years. It is one of my favorite road trips. I have found the people always to be good for the most part, you're always going to get ribbing. That that always happens regardless of where you go. Very accommodating, great group of people. It's fun. It's in the mountains. It's a different kind of place, no doubt. Tell us uh, maybe your favorite road trip out there to Penn State. Well, I've been there once, and it was before uh, Penn State made it into the Big Ten. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, went in there with Hayden Fry and, uh, you know, of course, they were like, yeah, Iowa, you know, I, I, you talk about ribbing and there's two different kinds of ribbing, you know, it's kind of just poking at you and having fun with you. And then there's the intense ribbing. And we all know about that. Yes. Um, and uh, because, you know, let's face it, <clears throat> Joe Paul was there and, uh, you know, what was Joe Paul's winning percentage? And here we are, uh, an up and coming Iowa team. And uh, we went in there and uh, snuck one out of there and, and, that's the one time I've been there. I want to get back. If uh, I wouldn't have been out of town this past weekend, I'd be sitting uh, uh, in the stadium in uh, Happy Valley. It's a great place. I was there in 09. The Adrian Claiborne block punt game got down right away. 7 nothing. Uh, incredible environment. It was a rainy, rainy day then, and it sounds like maybe we're going to get a rainy day tomorrow in State College. Is that concerning you at all? Well, it's takes a few pages, you know, out of the playbook for Nate Stanley. And, you know, uh, so far, and, you know, you hate to talk about the elephant in the room, 
we've been able to hold on to the ball. Uh, um, you know, we haven't had that many turnovers with the uh, our running backs and fullbacks. So you just put the jinx on them, is what you're saying? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, you know, you hate to you hate to talk about it, but uh, you know, we've been good at not turning the ball over, and I hope it continues. I mean, it's it's opened up the game that, uh, um, and it doesn't you know quote shoot ourselves in the foot some as much, and uh, that's you know ball handling is key, and I'm looking for the defense this year at, uh, tomorrow to step it up. And maybe get some uh, turnovers uh, from uh, Trace McSorley. Yeah. You know he's already had three interceptions and and uh, that, but uh, that's how we're going to have to beat him. We're going to have to keep somebody. Our linebackers have got to do the job, and and it sounds like uh, we're healing up, and uh, we may get some playing time uh, out of uh, Neiman and that. And uh, I think uh, I I think it's going to be a good tight game and i think the hawks are going to come out on top yes yes it is with that hey we are out of time dr stephen fuller with fuller family dentistry doc two locations if people looking to get new dentists new to the area whatever it is you can help them out fuller family dentistry dr fuller will do it again next week thank you so much all right you have a good weekend you too dr stephen fuller with us that's the hawkeye swarm on 1700 the champ coming up college football talk next jay christensen the wizard of odds he helped he joins us next jimmy b and tc continues everybody we continue right here 1700 the champ jimmy b and tc welcoming in the wizard of odds jay christensen is our guest jay long time no talk how you been pal good good how are you guys doing Everything is sensational with us. Um, are are you are you performing well with college football and the NFL? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, kind of been an interesting season. I still think Alabama is head and shoulders above everybody else, but uh, it's kind of fun to watch the uh, the rest of the teams battle it out to try to get some kind of notoriety in this season, but. Um, this clearly is Alabama's season, in my estimation. Uh, they, they are. They're clear-cut number one, and you know, all the historical numbers that are being thrown out there, comparing them to some of the great teams of the past. Maybe a little bit early for that. They haven't exactly played Murder's Row, but they have played at a high, high level. Well, Jay, you know, uh, it, it's funny. We talked a lot a couple of years ago when Iowa was making their way out to Pasadena, and maybe, just maybe, it could happen again. Let's start here locally, what you've seen out of this Iowa team, and obviously a huge matchup this week with Penn State. Yeah, no, I, I've been uh, pleasantly surprised by what I've seen. Um, I did attend the Iowa-Iowa State game, a, a real slugfest. Um, there definitely were concerns about the offense, but uh, they picked that up. I, they're, they're throwing the ball, uh, unlike I've seen them throw it in years, and um, Stanley has his ups and downs, but overall, I, I think this team is 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 very strong, and um, they're obviously going to have to put forth perhaps their best best effort of the season uh, on Saturday. But this is an absolutely winnable game. I'm not that enamored with what I've seen in Penn State. And to be honest, they had Barkley last year, and that's a guy you don't replace. <laughs> He's an exceptional talent, and 
that's just something that's obviously missing from their arsenal. But, um, you know, it, the, it sounds like the weather's going to be crummy out there, but both teams have to play under those conditions. So that shouldn't be an excuse. And um, I think this I, – I would not in the least bit be surprised if Iowa wins this game. Jay, I'm, I'm with you on that. I favor the uh, Hawks in this game, especially if the uh, weather is bad. Uh, take me then to Iowa State, and this is a team that, after losing their first three, now has caught fire in a bottle. Where are you now with the freshman quarterback and the way Iowa State's defense is now performing? Yeah, they're, they're playing very, very well. Of course, they, it also helps that they... The meat of their schedule obviously was early. Now they're they're kind of into the softer part of their schedule. Although Texas Tech has played surprisingly well and and defensively is is looked better than I've seen them in for years. But uh, the fact that Iowa State has the Red Raiders at home, um, I would expect Iowa State to uh, prevail in this game, and and they could definitely, you know win out in the regular season i i I would not be surprised by that uh they've still got texas but i'm not i don't think texas is anything special i mean they did lose to maryland they they surprised oklahoma um that seemed to be oklahoma's defense as much as anything but this is this is definitely a you know a winnable game and i expect iowa state to to prevail on saturday Jay, you know, uh, back to the national front and Alabama, as we talked about, clear-cut number one. Is there a team equipped to to hang with them, to give them a four-quarter game? Is there a team that you're keeping your eye on? I think the easy answer, obviously, would be Clemson after what we've seen them be able to do the last couple of times against the Crimson Tide. But do you got a team or two you're looking at that you think could at least match up with this Alabama squad? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I don't. I mean, you know, they lose a quarterback and they, they bring in another quarterback who's just as good. Uh, they've got one A and one B, and I, I mean, they're just loaded. I mean, this the time to get Alabama was last year. Um, this year is 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 a different ball game, and I just don't see anybody. I, I don't know what, you know, you guys think, but uh, I, I just think they're just clearly the best team and probably better, you know, than most Alabama teams they've had in years past, and and that's really saying something. But I just don't think there's anybody that can hang with them. No, you know, the only team that I look at in this Clemson team, we know about the defensive front that they return. I just can't see Trevor Lawrence getting in a shootout. I I am interested in Michigan if they continue to evolve offensively like we've seen. They certainly have the defense to, at the very least, slow them down. And Rashawn Gary's going to be coming back, getting him healthy, and we're talking about a game that will be played in late December if it'd be a semifinal in January with the championship game. Shea Patterson continued development. You gotta have, you're going to have to score to beat this team, no doubt. But that's what at least I'm keeping an eye on. But I think you're right. I don't think there's anybody with a realistic chance. Yeah, Michigan, I was really disappointed in the Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and obviously, if you have a good defense, you're going to be in every game. But um, Michigan, uh, you know, asserted itself against Wisconsin. But 
again, I'm not sure that Wisconsin is all that great, and and they've got a tussle coming up on Saturday, uh, and and uh, you know definitely a possibility that they could lose that game, and I think they still got Penn State, and and uh, I, I I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they've got Purdue, which looked great, but although I think Purdue this week is probably going to take one on the chin. I, I'm sure they're still having a good time over in West Lafayette after what happened last Saturday. <laughs> uh, where are you right now? Could this, on, on the Final Four, could this be the first time, if Notre Dame wins out and gets in, that we could have Notre Dame, Clemson, Alabama, and maybe someone else out of the SEC, like Georgia or L. I mean, L- I mean, I'm just I'm using this, of course. Yeah. And 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 two and two Power Five conferences do not get in. Very much a possibility. I, I think, uh, obviously, um, I mean, I still think Ohio State has a, a, a pretty legit shot especially if they beat Michigan uh, and win out. But, uh, you know, the Pac-12 is kind of taking it on the chin here a little bit, and, and Washington State's going to have to win out, and that's not going to be easy. They've got a very tough game on Saturday on the road. And, of course, then they've got to play Washington, which is 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 going to be formidable. But very much a possibility. I mean, I, I think the three teams that you mentioned, yeah, they're, they're – Early and in fact, I think Notre Dame could lose a game at this point and and still make it. I think they're wow. in pretty good shape. They've got to come out here to USC, and that that could be a little tricky. But USC is is kind of hit and miss. So uh, I, I would expect Alabama and, and Notre Dame to be, you know, right now probably that the the two teams I would think that have the best shot to meet for the for the title and of course we saw what happened last time those teams play i know they're completely different units now with different players and everything but i just can't imagine once again alabama um being slowed down or or uh, uh they would probably have to turn the ball over something like seven times and that's just so uncharacteristic of alabama that i just can't see them losing this Talking college football right now. Jay Christensen joining us, WizOfOdds.com. You know, uh, speaking of the Pac-12, I, I was excited to watch Washington State Stanford on Saturday night. Uh, won't be able to because it's on the Pac-12 network. So you have distribution of the network, DirecTV, subscribers like myself don't get it. Then you have what's happening with the replay booth from a couple of weeks back. Just on and on and on. It feels like this conference continually just shoots itself in the foot. What's happening out there with Larry Scott and company? Well, I've kind of been a fan of Larry Scott, but um, that's kind of changed. He's They recently did some digging around and found out that he's getting paid an enormous amount of money along with uh, other officials uh, in in the conference headquarters. And, and the fact that this Pac-12 network has really... Uh, the fa- uh, I mean, I'm here in Los Angeles, and and a lot of people can't see the games here, and and that's mm. really an issue with a lot of people out here, and 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 then the other uh, 
you know, the, the, the officiating situation. And, and then, of course, you had the basketball thing, uh, you know, down at Arizona and uh, um, w- with that whole uh, fiasco that's going on. And he's under, he's under some heat right now. He's absolutely under some heat right now, and I, I think, um, of course, the the I, I believe the, the the presidents would have to uh, come together and, and and make a decision here on on Scott's future. Um, the football coaches are somewhat muzzled, and uh, I think privately they're expressing frustration with it. But um, you know, the football product is obviously down again, although they have several teams ranked. And I think they'll be okay in a year or two. UCLA, for example, which plays tonight, is playing just a bunch of kids, and and they've won two games, and that's probably all they're going to win this year. But two years from now, they'll probably be rock solid. It's just an ongoing process, and these things go in cycles. But um, this this Pac Pac twelve network thing, it's a good product. I've seen it. I like it. It's a very good product. And why they can't get distribution on, say, DirecTV and and some of the other outlets, it's very frustrating to people out here. And I think uh, I think that's people need to see this league play. You've got a game Saturday. You've got Washington State, which is probably going to want to throw the ball sixty times at Stanford against a Stanford team that's going to probably want to run the ball 70 times. <laughs> and it's a clash in styles, and and that happens quite frequently in this league. It's an interesting, a very entertaining league to watch. And uh, even though the, the level of play is, is maybe not up to where it needs to be, it's still a fun league to watch. And you also get a variety of weather conditions. You can go up playing the rain in Oregon or Washington or playing the snow in Washington State. And then you go down to Tucson or or Tempe, and you're playing in desert heat. So uh, beyond just the styles, you've got to be able to play in, in all types of conditions. And there's really no other league in the country like it, if you think about it. It's very unique, and, and uh, it's a fun league. Uh, Jay, I would be remiss before we let you go, since you're based out of uh, Southern California. Uh, the Dodgers, do they have a shot in this series now that they're back home? No, no, they don't. They're done. <laughs> I mean, they're first off. First off, they're playing a better team, and that doesn't that doesn't help. But uh, a lot of people out here are scratching their heads over uh, these managerial decisions. I get. I'm not a big baseball guy, but uh, I I uh, had a few adult beverages uh, last night with some people who are. And I guess they make a lot of their decisions through some type of computer program or something. And it's just head-scratching, you know. It's come time for the Dodgers to put their best players out there and just go. You know, whether they're left-handed or right-handed batters, whatever. And um, a lot of people out here are frustrated with uh, Kershaw. They think he's kind of done, and they'll probably let him go at the end of the season. But why they started him in Game 1 Somewhat of a mystery. That it is. Jay, out of time for today. Good catching up with you. And, uh, well, always an enjoyable conversation. And keep sending me those pictures, all right? I certainly will. <laughs> Jay Christensen checking in with us. The WizOfOdds.com talking some college football here, Jimmy B. Well, we got some college football to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
We got our picks to talk about. We got two college games. Iowa and Iowa State will pick them against the spread. And then three NFL games with some locals involved. In fact, my favorite NFL game of the week is one I didn't even put on the card. See how nice I am to you, Brinson? I mean, I got a lock. And that's the Packers, and I love the Packers, but I didn't put it on the card this week. Excuse me, I, I like the Rams laying the nine against the Packers, but I left that alone. We got the other three locals, the Bears, the Vikings, the Chiefs, their games. Iowa, Iowa State, our picks. Jimmy B's been incredibly hot. 14-1 and one against the number over the last three weeks as he is now well over 500 and making you a lot of money if you want to listen to Brinson. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go, pal. Let's go for it. Texas Tech getting five at Iowa State. You know what? After talking to Jay and everything, uh, I I cannot uh, bet Texas Tech. I, I just can't yet. Look, I, I is it is it going to blow up in a freshman quarterback's face in some game with Purdy? Maybe, but now that David Montgomery's healthy again and the way that he's running the ball and what I have seen out of Iowa State's defense I believe Iowa State can a slow down Texas Tech and b generate enough offense to cover that five so I am going to lay the points and take Iowa State at home I think that's the right call Jimmy B Texas Tech is better they're certainly better than what we've seen in the past they're running the football better they're playing defense they're doing a lot of different things Iowa State, I think, is just a much better football team overall than Texas Tech. Both freshman quarterbacks have both been very good. Bowman for the Red Raiders and, of course, Mm -hmm. Purdy for Iowa State. I think the Cyclones are just a better football team. I'll lay the five with you. We'll jump on the same team. Game number two, 2.30 on ESPN. Iowa heads out to Happy Valley. We remember the game two years ago. It was ugly. One of the worst performances Mm -hmm. of the Kirk Ferentz era. They were completely blown off the field. This is a different football team, Jimmy B. I certainly like the points. I'm going to be tasting the money line on this one, too, this weekend. I'm going to drop a little bit something on there. I think a small taste on the money line is the way to go with the Hawkeyes. Certainly grabbing the 6.5 with confidence. Give me Iowa. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, that's a big number. I kind of thought it might be 3, 3.5 possibly, but it's at, at almost a touchdown uh, plus the extra point. I have to take the Hawks in this situation. Look, Penn State is good enough to win the game. You and I both know that. They have McSorley, a quarterback, who can do everything. But if the weather is going to be bad, like everybody is suggesting, that that's going to be the forecast, and if it turns into a real sloppy game, I just like Iowa's defense. I think they're going to chase McSorley all over the field, and he will struggle to complete passes. Uh, particularly if the weather is difficult, where Iowa can run the ball, hang on to the uh, clock a little bit, keep Penn State's defense out on the field for a much longer time. And if the weather's bad, and if it's so bad that they struggle to pass the ball, this game could be over quickly, uh, meaning that there won't be so much passing and incompleted passes that it would stop the clock. The clock is going to run. If that's the case, that favors the Hawks as well. I am grabbing Iowa plus the six and a half. A couple agreements there. We're both going with the locals. Let's go to the NFL. The Bears, a seven and a half point home favorite against the Jets. Jimmy B, the Bears shouldn't be favored by more than a touchdown against anybody. Give me the Jets. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I I really did. Um, Look, I'm I'm struggling on this game, Trent. 
and with what you just said that the Bears shouldn't be, you're right. They shouldn't. But they were impressive. Trubisky was impressive against New England last week. No, he wasn't. He and he had a couple of nice runs. He, he had a couple of nice he throws. He, well, he had he had some nice throws. Look, I I just think the Jets are not New England. No, I mean nobody in the AFC is New England right now. I just kind of have this feeling that this is going to be like a 10-point game and the Bears are going to win. And so I will go the opposite way. I will take the Bears at home and I will lay the 7.5. Let's go to the NFL and the uh, to the south where the Chiefs are a 9.5-point favorite against the Broncos. Ooh. We saw this on Monday night a few weeks back. Of course, a big comeback out of Mahomes and company. Had the left-handed pass in that game. He's incredible. At home... I'll lay more than a touchdown. Give me the Chiefs. I'll be the homer here. Yeah, I, you might as well. Look, I, I'm going to stay with them until they implode. And I don't see that happening unless they get a lot of pieces of that great offense injured, and I certainly don't want that to happen. So I will do exactly the same. Look, the Chiefs could win this by 14, 15 against the Broncos. The Broncos had a nice win uh, against Arizona at Arizona, blew them out. But Arizona's awful, and the Chiefs are far from being awful. They are really, really good, and the second-best team in the AFC right now next to New England, and they can put points up in a hurry. I'm rolling with the Chiefs, and I'll lay the 9.5. We're both on Kansas City. Finally, the Saints go to U.S. Bank Stadium to take on the Vikings. Who do you have, Jimmy B.? You know what? This is going to be a fun game to watch, and it's a pick 'em. And so I'm going to take Drew Brees and company. You got to remember that the Saints had the Vikings beat until the miracle play, which thrusted the Vikings then into the NFC Championship game last season. So I like Drew Brees. It's indoors, weather is not a factor. The Saints are. Always playing indoors. That's where their home field is in New Orleans at the Dome. So I'm going, even if it's a pick 'em game, I think the Saints have a real shot here. So I'm going to go with New Orleans. All right. We're going on opposite sides here because I got to find a way to catch up. So give me the Vikings at home, okay. but I don't feel real confident with it. But I got to do something because we had way too much agreement this week. <laughs> we're both on Kansas City, Iowa, Iowa State. Jimmy B, he's got the Saints. I have the Vikings. And I took the Jets. He's got the Bears. Our picks for this week. Jimmy B still making you money. I'm apologizing to everybody out there what I've handed out <laughs> this season. It has been ugly, ugly, ugly. With that, we are out of here. That will do it for Jimmy B and TC this week. Don't have to go anywhere. We got Tiki and Tierney coming up next, giving you the national perspective before I'm back at 4 o'clock with Wolfgang. Lots going on during that. Ben Visser's going to stop by. We'll talk some Cyclones with him. Lee Sterling will stop in. With his picks for the week, it'll be a busy one, and we got you covered here on 1700 The Champ. And high school football tonight, Urbandale and Waukee, the beginning of the playoffs. 6.30 with the pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff, round one of the playoffs on 1700 The Champ. That'll do it for Jimmy B and TC this week. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. Tiki and Tierney is next.